Hi, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is with the Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Friday, October 30. Once again, I have no good news, dear friends, and unfortunately, it will be so for several days. The exponential growth of the virus in Italy continues. Now we are as stable at more than 25,000 new positives and more than 200 deaths per day. And these numbers are growing. Another number that is growing is the number of patients admitted to intensive care units in Italy. It is now exactly the same number as on March 10, which is the first day of lockdown in Italy. And everyone is now certain that we will return to lockdown, probably from November 9. Actually, many scientists say that at least five regions should already be in lockdown right now. They are Lombardy, Campania, Liguria, Lazio and Valle d'Aosta, and also the autonomous province of Bolzano, which is in the region of Trentino Alto Adige. It seems that the intentions of the government coping what was already decided a few days ago in France and Germany could be to try to close everything to arrive around mid-December with a better contagion curve and at that point try to reopen some businesses to help the economy with Christmas expenses. Meanwhile, today, here in Rome, it is difficult to cremate and bury the dead. Bury the dead. Services of this kind are not used to a number like the one of now. This is scary. The Italian Institute for Statistics say that the non-observed economy, we call it black economy, the one not in the radar of the Italian IRS, in Italy is worth 211 billion euros or 18.9% of GDP. The black economy regards activities that are illegal, underground, informal or otherwise missed by the statistical system. This has been a problem for years in Italy, although it must be said that it should be distinguished those who evade taxes because they don't want to pay them from those who cannot because they are in a liquidity crisis and business is bad and choose to pay employees instead of taxes. On the other hand, Italy has the least competitive tax system in the OECD with the highest compliance burden associated with its individual tax system. I confess that I have never understood how it is possible to quantify with such precision the tax evasion and recover only a small part of it. I'm told that Italians are particularly smart in escape from this too. It is always said that if everyone paid taxes in Italy they could be lowered and it would be beautiful if it were true. But Italians know that if everyone, if everyone paid taxes instead, the state would increase public spending and especially waste. According to a survey conducted by ABNB, more than 66% of Italians are planning to work remotely away from home for the next few months and to do so for a rather long period of time. Policy decisions and economic forecasts go in this direction, encouraging as much as possible smart working for public and private employees. And the president of the European Central Bank, Christine Lagarde, recently said that of that 50% of workers who have switched to smart working because of COVID, only 10% need to return to the office. The ability to work without going to the office has already affected vacation planning with average stays longer. Distance working is especially appreciated because the answers say it provides a better balance between personal and working life, has a positive impact on psychophysical health and positive implications for the company. The beauty of the place from which you work for 41% has an impact on the quality of work, for 33% has an improved impact on productivity and for 28% helps creativity. If they could afford it, 39% of those who answered would like to work in a house overlooking the sea, 20% in a chalet in the mountains, 13% looking at the view of a lake. An essential requirement for smart working is peace and quiet, is the, uh, in peace and quiet is the, the holiday home is not too far from the usual place of work, with, which for 34% should be reachable in less than a day. There are also those who with the pandemic thought to move permanently. 
with 60% who thought to change their lives and one out of four of them to do so by opting for the countryside. If Italy were to provide broadband and adequate infrastructures throughout the country, we could really become for workers around the world what Florida is for the elderly in America right now. Italy is full of wonderful places, full of space, beauty, serenity, clean air, fantastic nature, exceptional food and wine products. Often very few people live in these places right now and they would be perfect for the necessary physical distancing. It could re really be one of the factors of future renaissance of our country's economy. Wouldn't you like it? Please know that with Italians is working with a few partners to be able to offer in the future to you all something in this direction. A study of Tor Vergara at the University of Rome seems to have found a new method to combat at least in part the COVID-19. The Italian researchers studied from the enormous difference in exposure to the virus that exists between the elderly and children. We all come into the world with an innate immunity. Before turning three months old, children receive no protection other than their mother's milk, where there is a protein called lactoferrin. The trial started with about 100 positives, either asymptomatic or with just mild symptoms, which were treated only with lactoferrin. The COVID feeds on the iron present in the human body. Lactoferrin reduces iron and therefore puts the virus in a worse position. In short, this protein leaves the virus with, without its nourishment. Not only that, because it causes two effects. The first in terms of prevention, making us much stronger and therefore less vulnerable to infection. The second in terms of treatment, because the study shows that compared to the average recovery time of up to 30-32 days, patients who are also administered lactoferrin become negative to the swabs after 12 days. It's not a definitive cure, but certainly an important help, once again, by the Italian excellence in research. I want to end this video by making a little self-promotion for once. On Monday, November 2, we Italians will publish an interview of mine a bit different from the others. The prestige of my guest is absolute and his ex exceptionality is unanimously recognized. His success and leadership honors the entire Italian-American community and together Italy and the United States are unified by the esteem and thanks they owe to such an enlightened figure. Nonetheless, this is the first time that an Italian media company based in Italy interviews this wonderful, successful American so proud of his Italian roots. It is no coincidence, on the contrary, that I wanted to publish it exactly in this very important moment for America. My interviewee is not a politician. On the contrary, in my questions I have expressly removed any reference to the elections and another very important event of these days, which also in some way very closely concerned the exceptional Italian American who gave me the gift of being my guest. I do not anticipate anything else, but I hope I've given you, you, you enough curiosity to convince you to follow with Italians on Monday and read this interview. It's all for now, it's all for today. Please, once again, stay safe. Please stay safe. My name is Umberto Mucci. Ciao from Rome. This was with Italian News. I'll see you on Monday, November 2.